dropping the green flag on racing and motorsports coverage. It's Revved Up ATX, brought to you by AMM Collision on the Horn, where Austin talks racing. That is massive as Verstappen with a 19-point lead going in to this third to the last race coming up uh, on one of the most epic racetracks built back in the 30s. All of this shakes out, and oh, by the way, there's a little sprint race. I'll tell you all about that as well, but th- that's that's big news coming out of Formula One. Right now, we're going to the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina hotline. I have wanted to talk Austin, Texas motocross on Revved Up ATX for so long, and Charlie Strong can say that social media is a downfall of society, but the other day, I'm strolling through Facebook, and I find this video, and I find my man. I find my man that is going to be my source that we're going to get in here, and we're going to talk Austin, Texas motocross. This is the voice, Austin Motocross cross scene check it out on facebook it is the place to go my man david wills david how we doing this morning brother good morning rodney how you doing oh man i'm absolutely wonderful man what a what a great day uh what a beautiful day for for what you guys are about to do oh just blessed this weekend we got a lot going on we're gonna talk to first of all i just want to make sure i'm in the right place because you know, I know normally this is like a four-wheel freak show. Is that what this is about? <laughs> but, well, pr- pretty much. Uh, you know, what the, the thing is, we kind of shift over in January. You know, once we get, you know, Monster Energy Supercross fired up, you know, we, we really right. hit, hit, hit that pretty hard. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it, it, it is definitely a four-wheel freak show. <laughs> well, listen, you got the, uh, you got the two-wheel man here today, and uh, hopefully you can uh, live on your show up a little bit. How's that? Absolutely. I love it, man. We'll, we'll have to make it a regular thing. But, David, you, you and I, we talked the other day day talk talk a little bit about it man you i'm a i'm a i'm a race fan turned racer turned somebody handed me a microphone and, and i do all this stuff and just from from just our short conversation actually wasn't that short i guess you uh, you're you're cut from the same cloth yeah it, it was really amazing you know you and i have never met and uh we we became brothers almost instantly <laughs> yeah, pretty just, much just through uh experience but yeah, I'm from originally from Ohio, not to go long-winded, race motorcycles up there for a long time, dirt bikes, won a lot of races, and and like a lot of people, the economy uh, at the end of the right, two, 2006 and on went really bad, especially in the north, and I lost my job and was looking to find a job, and there was nothing, mm-hmm. and um, put my resume on Monster, ended up coming to Lubbock, Texas! Woo! and uh, to, to take a position down here. But really, it was God's plan because a woman was there waiting for me uh, who became my wife, West Texas girl. There it is. And, you know, became a race. Like, for those of you that have been to West Texas, it's just flat. <laughs> it's really flat. But you would think, like, and there's, you know, it's spread out, but motocross is big there. We got involved and started a um, – a race series there uh, and the Brownlee racing. And we got involved. It was called the big side of Texas and it involved tracks up there, came down to Abilene spring Valley, and then went all the way into New Mexico. And at the end we were running 450 entries. Wow. You know, and I mean like, you know, West, that's pretty good. So anyway, I had an opportunity to come to Austin and I told my wife, I'm like, listen, but she's, you know, West Texas. I don't want to move to this thing. I'm like, Austin's not really a big city. And we ended up coming to Bastrop. But when we got to Bastrop and this area, I really couldn't find anywhere online that there was a collective, like a, a group that you could find out what tracks there were, what races were going on, what's practice, that kind of stuff. And I just couldn't believe it. This is the capital of the greatest state in the union. Mm-hmm. 
more motocrossers in this state perk than anywhere. Yep. And there's no, like, what's up with that? So that was the creation in 13 of Austin area motocross scene. Uh, and it's just, it's a, it's really a thing that, okay, we're going to just start promoting the sport. That's what I've really been uh, as I've gone through my race career and won a lot of races is just an ambassador to the sport, just an ambassador of the sport. Um, I, it was, it's been very good to me. 58 broken bones, good mm. 58 broken bones, but uh, it's been very good. Both my son and my daughter raced. You know, by the way, I, I don't want to go any further without wishing, I know you did a little bit on this, wishing everyone a happy Veterans Day weekend. Yep, yep. And uh, we're going to talk about our big race coming up tomorrow. But, uh, you know, my son's a Marine a pilot. He's a crew chief, flies helicopters. And, and one, maybe one of the toughest things that you accomplish, and he, if you ask him, he accredited, he started racing motorcycles at five, you know I mean? And everything, yeah, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. Mm -hmm. And I could literally get in an argument that it's the most dangerous sport on the planet. And, and you know, and parents talk to me and they're like, well, I, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, but listen, football is dangerous. Soccer is dangerous. I mean, they, but I can tell you this. What it teaches kids is something that is really, really good especially in, especially in today's world. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, I raised kids doing it, and, and now just an ambassador. And so we started promoting through Australian motocross scene. We started promoting the tracks, what was going on, and, uh, and it took off from there. So in 14, I had this grand idea. We're going to have the biggest race series the world has ever known in motocross six foot trophies to the champions. And I couldn't find that any track or anything in Texas had ever done six foot trophies. Um, and so it was a four race series between Austin Del Valley, the track there out by Coda and Murphy's motocross down here where we're going tonight and uh, out there in Red Rock. Mm -hmm. And so, so when we were, but I literally began that, talk a year and I brought some of the best people in the sport and I'm like, we're going to make this, this is going to be great. This is going to, this is going to be something people talk about forever. So one of the things is, and like you and I talked about, I'm like, okay, well, we need an announcer. We need an announcer. And I got to tell you, I've gone to a lot of races. I've gone to big races, national. I've gone to all of them. I'm so sick of the boring announcers at motocross tracks. I'm sick of it. Amen. Race car Rodney. tracks. Same thing, brother. Same thing. <laughs> Listen, it's the most dangerous, most exciting. I mean, like, it needs to have somebody that's a nut job that is, you know, announcing the races. Like, it's really – like, if I hear somebody, okay, coming up next is race number three. Make sure you get the staging on time. I'm literally going to throw up. Anyway, so I'm like, hey, we need an announcer. And, and I'm like, we need a great announcer. And everybody's like, bro. You need to announce. I'm like, no, 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 no. No, I've never announced. And, you know, I've, I've been interviewed. but I'm not. They're like, you're the perfect guy. You're the one. So that's what started the announcing. And it really became a huge following uh, of people in the sport 
where they're like, you're the greatest thing. We have. <laughs> like, we can't wait. Like, we don't even want to put our helmet on because we're going to miss what you're saying. Like, right. we don't even want to put the helmet on. And, you know, and then just treating the sport and treating the racers, you know, you and I were talking, we got racers on the track. Now with the incorporation of Stasic, we got riders out there of three and four years old. And I'm not joking. Right. They're on the same track that the pros are racing on. Same track. So Crazy. the spread of age from three into the 60s is is fascinating and wonderful. I mean, it's just wonderful. So anyway, that's now, now they call me the voice. And one of the reasons I announce it, more motocross tracks than any announcer in the world. I announce it a more mo- and we have a good time. So hopefully, uh, yeah. If you did know who I was a little bit there, yeah, yeah. So it's what it's all about. And David, you you and I were in, in that conversation. I, I've said this so many times, and, and I was glad that I finally got to to talk to you and tell you this with your involvement. I mean, I spent a lot of time at motocross parks, you know, as, as a younger kid, and and following, uh, you know, some family members that I had that that were that were really good at doing this stuff. When you talk about extreme sports, you said it a while ago. I have always said motocross was extreme sports before extreme sports was cool. I mean, this this is man and machine. You get out there, you're scraping plastic, you're bar to bar. I mean, this right here is the ultimate test of any athleticism and mental capability. I mean, this is unbelievable. You know, I saw a, uh, a meme, and uh, one of my friends posted it, and it said uh, the first the first ever motocross, motorcycle race was when the second motorcycle was built. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, you look at human nature, you know, I know you four wheel guys. I mean, like, you know, you're pushing 200 miles an hour in these NASCAR races. I mean, that's just, it's stupid. Okay. <laughs> and so and that, it, it just, it's human nature. It's like, we're not having a great time unless we're doing something really dangerous with our hair on fire. I mean, listen, listen, let's put some gasoline between our legs and launch it 30 feet in the air and see what happens. You know, just see what happens. Yeah, That's motocross. Because to, to, to give props where props are due, and I told you this, I grew up, when, I grew up watching my uncle race flat track in the 70s. And up there, and he was a pro, and he was all, you know, spring, all the big flat track races. Well, those guys, you know, and thank goodness that uh, the X Games, uh, with the push from Harley and Indian, they really, you know, brought flat track into the X Games because it was the original Mm -hmm. X extreme sport. It was. When you go down those straightaways over 100 miles an hour, and then you pitch the bike sideways. Mm and fly through those corners. You, you, I know, I know your, your followers have probably seen it. I mean, these guys are nuts. Well, then let's take that. We'll put some knobby tires on instead of, you know, the flat track tires, and then we'll just start jumping stuff. Because, Rodney, were you this way as a kid? I don't know. Like, were you this way? Like, you had a bike, okay? You had a bicycle. It wasn't just good enough to ride around on the ground. It wasn't. I know exactly where you're going. You had to, you <laughs> had to launch that bicycle in the air. Absolutely. Then, like, but my group of friends, and I know some of your listeners are out there probably the same way, 
we had like a group of 10 or 15 friends. So this is what we did. We found a ramp. We built a ramp of dirt. And then all the, all the kids laid on the other side of the <laughs> dirt. And you took turns jumping over everyone. And whoever was the last, they got to do it next. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Yeah. Well, yeah, that, then that turned into, you know, when they started putting engines in uh, bicycles, motorcycles, and then, you know, that's where it all began. But, like, the sport has progressed you know, back in the 70s, three inches of movement on the suspension. Mm. I have a lot of friends that like to go back and get their old bike, redo it. You know, they find it and they rebuild it and they have it. And they like, dude, I don't want to be on those bikes. Yeah. I don't want to be on those bikes. I want to be on my 13 inches of move, suspension now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an old dude. Like I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we, we we look at old stock cars, and it's like, man, I I I drove that. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, yeah no. It's, a, it's a, so so. David, let, let me ask you. Uh, lastly, I, I know you've got a. I know you have a big weekend. Let's talk about. Let's talk about this race uh, out at Murphy's. Uh, I think this is, this is amazing what you guys do. Well, this is a big weekend. Okay, and this is my favorite race coming up tomorrow. Uh, we've incorporated the weekend to add another race. It's really awesome. This is a series uh, that Lucky Motocross Racing has put on. This is the second time. We did it in the spring, and now we're doing it here. But tonight, night racing, night racing on the night track under the nice. lights, yes. is uh, it's a race series that's raising money for St. Jude's Children's Hospital. It's a benefit race series. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay. Now, St. Jude's is a big push from Supercross. You probably, you know, this shirt saves lives. Those, that push from them. So great. The things that St. Jude does for our families of children. Dude, I'm not going to go long, but for a kid to have cancer. Sure. Okay. And everything that the kid goes through, but the parents. I mean, everything is free. Wow. Everything yeah. is free. Free. Okay. So. Uh, Lucky Motocross, these are racers, and they had somebody in their group that had cancer and went to St. Jude's and, and was fully fully healed. And, and so they wanted to give back. And I love this. I love it. Anyway, that's tonight. Then tomorrow is my favorite race of the year, and this is our sixth running of this. It's called the Hero Race. It's an appreciation race day for our veterans. No, our active and retired military and first responders. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now we make a big deal out of this. And when I say we make, this is an emotional day and it starts from eight o'clock in the morning and it goes, it goes as long as it goes. And we make a big deal every day. We should. That's right. That's every right. day. But tomorrow we really do. Now I, I do want to say this: it's you know this is our sixth time, and what I do it, what I do because in motocross the great thing is we run through the first set of motos and then we start it all over again, mm-hmm. and we go through the motos again. So you get the race twice in each class. Now in between that and a break, I literally bring all all of those heroes. And I line them up right in front of the starting gate, and I interview each one of them. I interview each one of them. And I'm going to tell you something. Uh, I've dedicated a big part of my life now to helping these heroes. But one of the fascinating things is when you talk to these 
these here dirt bikes is a PTSD. It's a council. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a thing that helps them with their PTSD. Well, you know, one of the reasons that, that especially veterans, they have issues after they come out is the adrenaline rush that's pumped into them all the time being in the military. I mean, you know, you're near death all the time. Well, when you come out and it's just a normal life, you don't know how to act. And so getting on a dirt bike on the most dangerous, you know, it's, it's healing for them. And I yeah. really didn't think of it that way. And, uh, and, you know, tomorrow out there is going to be Motorcycle Ministries, Crystal Hess and her group. And they bought a bunch of dirt bikes and they have a bunch of gear. And if you've never rode a dirt bike and you're a veteran or, or a military, come out, put some gear on. You're good. There's a dirt bike. Now, these are not race dirt bikes. These are more of a trail bike. So nothing, you know, crazy. We got different sizes. But listen, you never know. It could literally change your life moving forward. And uh, so anyway, big yeah. day. I invite everyone especially our heroes, to come out tomorrow. I don't care if you ride or not. I don't care. Yeah. Come out. Spend the day because, again, this is something we're going we're gonna to spend the entire day shredding them with love. Love it. Love it. Little, yeah. little sister and brotherhood right there, man. That's what That's it's right. all about. And, and Austin area motocross scene, uh, that, that is the place to go for additional information. Of course, out in Red Rock, uh, out there at Murphy's uh, Directions, everything right there to get people out there. Yeah, so it's Murphy's Red Rock, downtown Red Rock, Texas, out there. Great motocross family. Love it there. Austin Air Motocross scene. Now, one of the great things, Blondie, my wife, her nickname is Blondie, and she takes pictures. Now, if, if I got to admit, I got the reason she takes pictures is when we first met, uh, the first race that we were ever, I was ever in, I won both A classes. Very excited. Like, this is the first time we ever, her and I went to her. She's like, oh my goodness, that's my man. Like, it's really cool. I'm like, I love it. And so the second race, I was leading, and I swapped out going fourth gear pin on a 450 and literally piled drive into the ground was out. Nice. And not only that, the guy in second place, was a, he ran right over top of me. Oh. I was right in his way. Anyway, she didn't know if I was dead a lot, didn't know anything. Well, from that moment – her anxiety every time I said we're going racing was really at least she literally would throw up a track. So I said, Hey, why don't you get a camera and take some pictures just to get her mind off of stuff? And right. that turned into now I'm gonna tell you something. She takes the most incredible shots race day. And and what we do is we post them on Austrian Motocrossing. You can go right there now, Facebook page, and there's thousands of pictures from races. And they're always free to the riders, always free. Again, we're here to promote the sport. And, you know, from the littles, the littles all the way into the vet classes. And so, anyway. Love it. Yeah. You go on Austin Americans, and we're always posting what tracks are open, when's the next race, uh, all of that information, not just locally, but statewide. Yeah. And the nationals, you know, the the, the national scene. So, yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff, man. Look, looking forward to it, man. I'm going to check in with you. Um, I can't get out there this weekend, unfortunately. But man, let's uh, let's check in after the weekend, man. We got to we got to do the podcast thing. We we got to really dig into this thing. Would love to. Absolutely, man. And listen, I first of all I want to thank you, Rodney, for having me on. I tried not to cuss. 
You did good, and, man. Um, you did good. <laughs> I did all right. Okay, you know, I had my hand like on a buzzer, like electric shock. So yeah, yeah. I, you know, well done. Well, well done, my man. Well done. Yeah. All right. You guys have fun out there, man. We'll promote the heck out of it. All right. Thank you, Rodney. Thank you, everyone, and uh, we'll see you at the track. You bet. There he is. Dropping the green flag on racing and motorsports coverage. It's Revved Up ATX. Brought to you by AMM Collision on the Horn, where Austin talks racing.